As reported by Bob Nightingale of USA Today on March 19, Carlos Correa contract includes a restricted no-trade provision for this season, which will become a complete no-trade clause in his contract years of 2023 and 2024 if he opts. It's still a significant development even if we don't know all the intricacies of the restricted no-trade clause. This season, the Minnesota Twins will have a valuable trade asset on their hands in the form of shortstop Correa. According to Mark Berman of Fox 26 in Houston, the Twins have agreed to terms with the market's top free agent shortstop, Carlos Correa, Twitter link. Correa will instead sign a three-year, $105.3 million contract with two opt-out options following the first and second seasons of the contract. According to ESPN's Jeff, the contract offers a yearly salary of $35.1 million in equal installments. The Boris Corporation acts as the legal counsel for Correa. For the second time in MLB history, the Twins are paying Correa the second-highest average annual value of any position player, trailing only Mike Trout's $36 million off on a decade-long, $360 million contract extension with the Angels, and narrowly surpassing Anthony Rendon's $35 million off on a seven-year deal with the Angels. It also implies that Correa and Byron Buxton, the 2012 first and second round draft picks, will be teammates for at least the 2022 season. Shortstop Trevor Story was mentioned soon after the Twins acquired Josh Donaldson in a deal with the Yankees for the remaining balance of Donaldson's contract. Read more. Can the 49 ERS forgive passing on Tom Brady? The Cleveland Browns have signed Deshaun Watson. Instead, the more than $40 million saved in the Donaldson transaction would be transferred to Correa, whose $105.3 million guarantee is second only to Joe Maurer's in Twins team history. To avoid forfeiting their third-highest draft pick this year, Correa turned down a qualifying offer from the Astros at season's end and signed with the Twins. That's what they'll choose in round B of competitive balance, which is expected to be in the mid-60s. A compensatory selection is given to the Astros when competitive balance round B ends, which normally takes place in the middle of the 70s. The opt-out clauses in the deal provide Correa the ultimate safety net, if he's healthy and produces at his 2021 or 2019 levels in 2022, he'll undoubtedly return to the market in pursuit of a 10-year deal. A $35.1 million contract awaits him in 2023 with the option to opt out in the 2023-24 offseason if he suffers an injury of note or suffers an unexpected slump at the bat. A.279-366-485 hitter with a career high of 26 home runs and 640 plate appearances last season, Correa, 27, will be a key cock in a Twins lineup that also has Byron Buxton and Jorge Polanco at second base. With the exception of the truncated 2020 season, he has been an average or better hitter every season of his big league career and has connected on 20 or more home runs in five of his six full-length seasons in MLB. Since making his debut as a 20-year-old rookie, Carlos Correa Oria has walked 10.8% of the time and struck out 20.5% of the time, including career highs of 11.7% and 18.1%, respectively, this year. The 2017 Houston sign-stealing incident has left a stain on Correa's reputation, but as George Springer shown this winter, the market will still pay top dollar for these players as long as they remain productive in the years after their initial signing. Adding to the evidence is only going to make the situation even more dire. As with Springer, Correa will be highly liked in Minnesota if he continues to perform well while donning the Twins uniform. Correa, like Buxton, 
has struggled with durability, appearing in 500 games twice during his career. In spite of this, he appeared in 148 games during the current season and 58 of the 60 games scheduled for the 2020 season. After a brief stint on the COVID-19 list in the summer of 2021, Correa hasn't been on the injured list since breaking a rib in June of that same year. Tore thumb ligament in 2017 and it hasn't had any noticeable repercussions on his career thus far. With the addition of Correa, a talented but unreliable Minnesota roster becomes even deeper. Three different players Miguel Sano, Max Kepler and Gary Sanchez have all had 30 home run seasons in the past, but their recent seasons have been more like roller coaster rides. Sanchez and Jayo Urshela, two of the players brought in as part of the Donaldson deal, will both be hoping for a return to their 2019-20 batting averages after battling health issues in 2021. Critics have accused Boris Johnson of likening Russian aggression and Brexit to the struggle of the Ukrainian people. To choose freedom is an inclination for both British and Ukrainians, he said in his speech, and he used Brexit as a recent example. Both British and European politicians have taken exception to the remarks. Former European Council President Donald Tusk termed the remarks disrespectful. A vote in a referendum is not in any way equivalent with sacrificing your life in a war said to conservative peer Lord Barwell, while Liberal Democrat leader Sir Ed Davey called the referendum a insult to Ukrainians. In an interview with the Sunday Times, Mr. Johnson called on China to denounce the Russian invasion. Beijing may be reconsidering its neutral stance, he said. In a speech to the Conservative Party's spring conference in Blackpool on Saturday, Mr. Boris Johnson made his comments equating Ukraine's struggle with the Brexit vote. He made the following statement, I'm confident that Americans, like Ukrainians, would always opt for freedom above security. Several well-known examples come to mind. In my opinion, the overwhelming majority of the British people voted to leave the EU were not unfriendly to foreigners. Because they yearned for the independence and self-government that would allow this country to govern itself. Read more. Ukraine War Gordon Brown backs Nuremberg trial for Putin. Alaska Representative Don Young, Member of Congress, dies at age 88. Vladimir Putin seeks something to Turkey during the Ukraine war. Mr. Boris Johnson also used the example of British citizens who chose to get vaccinated against coronavirus because they wanted to go on with their lives and were fed up with being told what to do by people like myself. However, his comments, made in an attempt to energize the Tory base, have drawn fire from politicians throughout the UK and Europe. Boris, your statements outrage Ukrainians, the British and Common Reason, tweeted former European Council President Donald Tusk. A former No. 10 Chief of Staff, Lord Barwell, said, aside from the bit where voting in a free and fair referendum isn't in any way comparable with risking your life to defend your country against invasion, and the awkward fact the Ukrainians are fighting for the freedom to join the EU, this comparison is bang on. Ukraine sought for EU fast-track membership last month, just a few weeks after Russia invaded the country. It is expected that Ukraine's application to join the European Union will move forward in the next months, according to Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. Comparing the Ukrainian people's fight against Putin's tyranny to the British people voting for Brexit harms the standard of statecraft we were beginning to demonstrate, Tobias Elwood, chair of the Defense Select Committee, tweeted. Also, Liberal Democrat leader Sir Ed Miliband described Prime Minister David Cameron as a to compare a referendum to women and children fleeing Putin's bombs is an insult to every Ukrainian, he added. He's basal faulty, 
not Winston Churchill. Boris Johnson tells China to speak up, or else. Johnson has urged China to join the international criticism of Vladimir Putin's invasion in an interview with The Times. He cautioned Beijing that backing Russia was like siding with the Nazis in World War II, comparing it to a conflict between good and evil. Chinese officials may be having second thoughts about Beijing's neutrality, according to Mr. Johnson, according to an interview with the newspaper. It comes only days after the United States warned China that helping Russia avoid sanctions would have dire consequences. It is becoming increasingly difficult and politically uncomfortable for people to either overtly or silently condone Putin's invasion as the number of Russian atrocities rises, according to Mr. Johnson. There are significant challenges now for individuals who thought they could sit this one out, who felt they could sit on the fence, 